0: Right off the bat, this carol is sometimes called God rest ye merry gentlemen, in fact I find myself having to correct myself even saying it in this episode, God rest you merry gentlemen, God rest you merry gentlemen. And that's strange because the earliest version of this hymn um, would always have you instead
1: of ye. Hello oh, and welcome back to another episode of Hymn the podcast where we talk all things church music. I'm Carrie Devereaux. And I'm Monet Funka, and today we will be
0: talking about the hymn, God Rest You Married Gentlemen. We're going to take a closer look at this ballad carol and why we should be thanking Charles Wesley for this hymn. Mm-hmm. All that and more
1: in a minute interesting but first advent is here if you're a long-term impartial listener and you know that we love this season well don't miss out on all the goodies we have in store for you subscribe to our channel if you're watching on youtube and follow us on instagram where you'll be getting daily that's right daily treats as we count down to christmas today we'll be announcing the winner of our third annual battle of the carols plus there are a few more days left of our youtube and instagram hymns of advent don't miss out Yes,
0: and if you're listening to us for the first time or for some odd reason you have yet to join the Partial family, go on over to Himpartial.com where you can find all of our relevant info. There you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter. You can become a Kofi member and support us financially. This week, our subscribers get first access to our bonus clip where we will be discussing this carol as seen on TV.
1: There you go. (laughs) Exciting
0: stuff. So this is one of the most popular Christmas carols of all time. Uh, so many pop stars of the last several decades have covered this song. Um, covers of this song have spent significant time on the billboard charts. Hmm. Um, and artists who have covered it range from all genres, including Garth Brooks, Mercy Me, The Bare Naked Ladies, Sarah McLachlan, uh, Pentatonics, of course, and the cast of Glee
1: right okay
0: we'll be talking a little bit more about that in our bonus clip uh so Cara what is your favorite version of this Christmas carol
1: I'm not gonna lie I do like the pentatonic version (laughs) (laughs) you shouldn't lie you shouldn't tell a lie well we also like I have nostalgic feelings about the Maddie Pryor version as well because she's not that well known but for whatever reason, whenever we put up the Christmas tree when I was younger, my dad would put on, like, um, I think it was their Carols and Capers album, Okay. Maddie Pryor and the Carnival Band. And God Rest You, Merry Gentleman was on there. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely Pentatonix is oh, yeah. one of my favorite versions of this song. Also, Nat King Cole. I just feel like you can't go wrong with him. <laughs> like, he's just, he is Christmas. Um, and yeah. his version of God Rest You, Merry Gentleman is God rest you, Mary Gentleman, yeah. is very, very nice. But
1: there's there's so many versions out there that it's really hard to like, hard. think of them all off the top of your head and yeah. then mentally rank them. Yeah. But pentatonics is one that like definitely yeah. jumps out in my mind. Yeah.
0: They really did something creative with their version and really fun. Mm-hmm. Um so well done, y'all. Um, so this hymn has made some even has made some other notable appearances, like it was featured in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm and George Eliot's Silas Marner. I'm don't, I don't think I'm saying that right, but uh, George Eliot obviously being a pen name. Um, so I didn't even know that it was in these writings, like the actual hymn text was in these writings. Um, if you've seen the film, the film versions or the TV versions of uh, Christmas Carol, which we're not gonna talk about right now, we're gonna talk about in the bonus, then you've heard it. But yeah, some kind of fun pop culture in in reference to this hymn. You looked like you wanted to say something there.
1: I was going to say I didn't remember hearing it in a couple movies until Monet mentioned it to me earlier. But then I thought better of it. And I thought, hmm, Mm. I'll talk Mm. to you all later.
0: Later for the bonus clip. Okay, so the history of this carol is actually really obscure. The earliest form of this song is found in an anonymous manuscript from the 1650s, where the first line Mm. is, sit you merry gentlemen.
1: So I don't know why, but I assumed this was a Victorian carol. I don't know if it's because I'd seen it in like Christmas Carol. When's Victorian age? Victorian age was 1837 to 1901. There's probably
0: a reason for that. We'll get into that in a second. So the version closest to what we know now was published about a hundred years later. And there's some debate as to actually when this carol was first written, but uh, there's no consensus. And like, I guess I was kind of shocked at how old it might be, like Mm -hmm. 1650. Like you said, you thought it was Victorian era. I thought it was much more of a modern hymn. I thought it was probably like 20th century, Uh, but no, it's, it's much older than that so this is maybe more than um many of the advent hymns we've talked about this season a proper carol okay um it is described by the editors of the new oxford book of carols as a luck visit song which is a carol sung out of at a house visit basically
1: like when carolers turn up at your door and start singing okay yeah
0: um so an eminent british hymnologist called eric routley i'm saying that wrong classifies this song as um this song and the first noel as a ballad carol and i was like whatever that means so a ballad is a kind of narrative poem Hmm. adapted for recitation or singing um, and it, this definition says especially a sentimental or romantic poem in short stanzas. while a carol is historical and uh, a round dance accompanied by singing so this is like the first kind of like not the first but it is a version of those two genres come together i,
1: I did not know that about carols being about dancing i
0: didn't either the more you know. There
1: you
0: go. <laughs> so, yeah, God rest you, Mary Gentleman is both, uh, mm-hmm. according to this uh, British hymnologist. Um, so just a bit about the, about the tune before we get into the lyrics, because the lyrics is the money. But... There are historically two tunes associated with this song. One are going
1: to tell us it's neither are the ones that we know? No,
0: no, no. One is called Cornish, which I would be surprised if you knew this tune. I actually listened to it when I was researching for this episode, and I was like, never heard of anything even like this before. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's as obscure as the text itself. Like, don't know where it came from. Just like this random hymn that's associated with it. Um, But it's a very merry tune, Mm. and it's in D major. But it doesn't have the memorable melody of the tune, which is uh, now referred to as God Rest You Married. So that's the name of the tune. And this tune was composed by Sam Wesley. Ah. Yeah, so Sam Wesley, if you're recognizing the name, is the son, uh, one of the younger sons of Charles Wesley, Mm -hmm. and he's referred to as the Mozart of England. Mm, A contemporary of Mozart at this at the same time. There we go. Very interesting. Um, So quite the
1: legacy for the Wesleys. Then yeah. Wow. I was like, I hope he doesn't have the same reputation as Mozart outside of music. But good for him.
0: So I guess this in the Christmas in the Advent season, you're gonna have Hark the Herald Angels Sing playing. All the time and mm-hmm. then you're gonna have god rest you merry gentlemen and that's like These father and son
1: man, i know just got their fingers in all the pies <laughs> all the men's
0: pies they're just like
1: that's us
0: <laughs> yeah so now for the lyrics this song has had historically as many as eight verses <laughs> and the version i found that best parallels the carol we know today only had seven so we will read all of them here for information um there are some good verses we typically leave out but we won't go into detail about all seven
1: verses but Cara, can you read the seven for us I can it's seven and a refrain for your information <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway uh the lyrics are God rest you merry gentlemen let nothing you dismay for Jesus Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray O tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, O tidings of comfort and joy. Verse 2. In Bethlehem in Jewry, this blessed babe was born, and laid within a manger upon this blessed morn, at which his mother Mary did nothing, taking scorn, and then it repeats the refrain, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, O tidings of comfort and joy. From God, our heavenly Father, a blessed angel came, and unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same, how that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name, O tidings of comfort and joy. Fear not then, said the angel, let nothing you affright. To this day is born a saviour of virtue, power and might. By him the world is overcome and Satan put to flight, O tidings of comfort and joy. The shepherds at those tidings rejoiced much in mind, and left their flock a feeding in tempest storm and wind, and went to Bethlehem straightway this blessed babe to find, O tidings of comfort and joy. But when to Bethlehem they came, whereat this infant lay, they found him in a manger where oxen feed on hay. His mother Mary kneeling unto the Lord did pray, O tidings of comfort and joy. Now to the Lord sing praises, all you within this place, and with true love and fellowship each other now embrace. This holy tide of Christmas all others doth deface, O tidings of comfort and joy.
0: You made it through. Seven verses.
1: Do you know, I think the Mighty Pryor version has all of those because they're really? familiar. Yeah. Okay.
0: I usually only hear like two
1: or three of those verses, like Max, in the more po- yeah, yeah in the popular versions. The pop versions tend to be like... Yeah. We'll talk about it in the bonus clip. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, a little bit. So, yep. right off the bat, this carol is sometimes called God Rest Ye, Merry Gentlemen. In fact, I find myself having to correct myself even saying it in this episode God Rest You, Merry Gentlemen. God Rest You, Merry Gentlemen. And that's strange because the earliest version of this hymn. Um, would always have you instead of ye. Oh. Yeah, it's thought that this was replaced in more recent years to make the carol sound more archaic, but from a grammatical point of view, this is incorrect. Uh, There's a technical explanation of this, and I'm going to be honest, I don't understand it, but I will read it for you guys who are grammar nerds. So ye would never have been correct because ye is a subjective nominative pronoun only, Never an objective, accusative pronoun.
1: Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've almost got it. I got the ad- objective,
0: accusative. What was the other part? So ye would never have been correct because ye is a subjective, nominative pronoun only. Never an objective, accusative pronoun.
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> sure. Also an interesting point is that... Um, the whole ye thing, Y is actually, so when you see like ye old this, mm-hmm. the Y letter was potentially, don't at me, <laughs> um, in a lot older times, it was a th sound, so it's actually the, mm. so when you see ye old shop or something, it's actually oh. the old shop, oh, interesting. or like, I greet thee, greet ye, it's actually, I greet thee. Yeah,
0: in this case though... God rest thee, Mary. Maybe. God rest
1: thee, Mary. As in these in you. Yeah, yeah. maybe.
0: Eh, interesting. Let's anyway. see your debates. Should it be you or ye? Ooh. Keep it civil in the comments <laughs> section, <it> people. <laughs> Keep it civil. Um, so this opening line needs some explaining in our modern context. Mm-hmm. We don't really speak like this anymore. Um, but God rest you, Mary, simply means may God bless you with peace and joy. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is also the theme of the refrain and a constant reminder as we learn about Jesus in this ballad carol. Um, that, uh, and at the end of the show, so sorry, at the end of our show, we usually say, may the Lord bless you and keep you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's actually like the 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 shorthand of a longer verse in numbers mm-hmm. and it is the theme of this first line of the of the carol and the refrain mm-hmm. so car if you could read numbers six twenty two to 26 for us
1: yeah this is called aaron's blessing the lord spoke to moses saying speak to aaron and his sons, saying thus you shall bless the people of israel you shall say to them the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Until next week. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but that's that's what they're saying. It's saying, mm-hmm. "Hey everyone, like, you know, here's a blessing."
1: Like, mm-hmm. you know,
0: God rest you, Mary.
1: Well, blessed does have like an alternate translation of like blessed when you say blessed is the man. It's like there's happy is the yeah, man. Happy is and the so man. that kind of makes sense that like happy Mary, blessed mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. yeah
0: most definitely so also in this verse one um that that car has just read we have quote remember christ the savior is born on christmas day but earlier versions of this hymn say for jesus christ our savior was born upon this day um but as this was meant to be sung as a carol you can see how and why this line was changed to tie into christmas Mm -hmm. uh and I don't know do you have thoughts on that
1: i might have heard a version where they said uh for jesus christ our savior was born on christmas day
0: on christmas day is what i'm used to hearing
1: but they say jesus christ our savior was born on christmas day okay as opposed to
0: remember christ remember the savior. christ our savior. yeah okay yeah. It's, it seems like there's some sort of interchangeability there mm-hmm. some people might have a problem with the fact that it says Christmas Day, but we know I th-
1: it wasn't. Yeah, poem, so it's I fine. think
0: I think the point is just to say like, what are we coming to talk to you about at Christmas? Mm-hmm. It's that yep. Jesus Christ was born. Um, one last thing about this first verse, uh, which which I love about this car uh, Carol, it it's so popular. It's sung all over the world and it plays on all the pop stations. And in verse one. It says the most significant bit about Christmas. It's like a summary verse that Jesus was born to save us from Satan's power while we were gone astray. It's the gospel, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, and it's kind of a Tarantino effect. They tell you the end, and then they go, and then they, yeah. And the rest of the verses, they go through the origin stories. Um, it kind of keeps us on the edge of our seats there. Uh, so, any thoughts on on that, Car? Before we move on to verse two.
1: I think um, it's interesting that this is still a popular song mm-hmm. because of that, um, that that those lines about coming to save us from Satan's power mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure there's like a line about sin in there somewhere as well um, yes it sails I think it's
0: later on in the song. Maybe it's not in this version, of course, because we just said it.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I don't remember reading it in this version, but I'm sure I've heard a version that it, it mentions sin. Anyway, it's interesting that this is such popular pop song. Like, th- there are so many pop song covers because you're talking about secular people who are covering this and yet, I've still heard mention of like Satan and sin and stuff. And that's just really interesting to me in a very anti-Christian culture.
0: Yeah. I mean, while we were gone astray, it doesn't mean like a lot of these kind of secular uh, Christmas carols that kind of mention Jesus is kind of like Jesus was born today. Yay.
1: Cute little child. Yeah, cute little child.
0: But it's like, no, this is to save us from Satan's powers while we were like completely lost and sinning against God. It's Mm. really like... It's not pulling any punches. And I think that's really encouraging because it's such a popular hymn and people still sing this. Like they know the words. Yeah. So, um, anyways, that leads us to verse two. So the writer takes us back to the beginning and gives us Jesus's origin story. It uses some language that we might not be super familiar with. It says that Jesus was born in Jewry, <laughs> which I thought was. A slur? As, as I read that, I
1: was like, someone's going to cancel us for that. Yeah. It's not a slur. It's
0: not a slur. It's an old-timey way of, not even old-timey, but it's maybe an older way of referring to Jewish people. Just like we might say the Jews. Like or you Jewish might people, say, um, or,
1: I don't know, born into Islam or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. Like it's that kind of idea. It's yeah, like born it's into the Jewish race, born yeah. into that. Yeah. Whole culture and religion and all of that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which Jesus was. And so it's just... Or born into
1: Christendom. There you go. Similar idea
0: in terms of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Definitely similar. Um, But this verse gives us that picture of the Son of God being born with humble beginnings. Um, And you get that in the fact that he says, you know... um, how he was born in Bethlehem mm-hmm. uh, and really all of these verses up to verse six really stretch across the most detailed of Christ's infancy narrative so we're just going to do this because it's right before Christmas guys we're not going to see you till next year we're just going to pull the peanuts and read Luke 2. Uh, to you because that is what this Christmas carol is conveying it is conveying Luke 2 to you so
1: if you don't mind starting off Carl, I will be delighted <laughs> so Luke chapter 2 starting at verse 1 in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered this was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria and all went to be registered each to his own town And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told concerning, told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen as it had been told them. So,
0: uh, yeah, this is just the great thing about this hymn being a ballad carol is Is it's a vehicle to share some of the good news of Jesus' birth Mm -hmm. uh, in a way that's beautiful and creative and seasonally appropriate.
1: It's memorable as well. It's memorable.
0: Yeah. And I mean, a bulk of the extended version of this song is this narrative in Luke. Mm -hmm. It is this narrative. so I just really appreciate that about it. I mean, I I I didn't know what a ballad carol was before I heard this hymnologist say it. And just thinking about the purpose of a carol as mm-hmm. well, like that it's meant to convey and per- be performed, mm-hmm. uh, convey the story and be performed. It's just such a great way to talk about Jesus in a time when people are uh, maybe more receptive mm-hmm. to hear it. So... The last verse, verse 7, is really a great just call to worship for those who have heard this story. Um, But we never sing it, or at least I've never sung it before. So you said this version that you really like might have it in there.
1: I'm pretty sure it does, but do you know what's funny? As I was thinking about this, I have never sung this in church ever. That's right. I'm like 99.6. (laughs) percent percent sure that I've never sung this in church do you think people
0: are like have a weird aversion to it because it's like such a secular pop song or whatever like it doesn't I
1: honestly have no idea Hmm.
0: I'm trying
1: to think I don't know if I've ever seen it in a hymn book either anyway I digress but I was just (laughs) as you were talking about it I was like I've never seen this in church
0: I don't think I have either maybe way back in the day but um, but yeah, I mean, this this song is calling you to worship. Like, you know the good news now. I've mm-hmm. told you about Jesus coming. I told you why he came in the first verse. Now go and celebrate Christmas correctly. Yes. He, he actually calls that out in the hymn. He says. I love that line. <laughs> yeah, he says, uh, each other now embrace this holy tide of Christmas. All others doth deface.
1: So yeah. Like I think if you're one of those people who's like really mad about the crass commercialism of Christmas, <laughs> then this is the this is the Christmas Carol this for is, you. You need to go it. put this on full full volume. Yes. Like yeah yeah. It's just it's great. I did smile at that line. I was like, oh harsh, <laughs> and then I thought, actually, yeah, no, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. It's really nice that he doesn't just criticize other people for defacing Christmas, but says, you know, this is what it's actually about. Yeah, Yeah. great hymn.
0: Now you know the truth. So So go forth. Celebrate correctly. Celebrate correctly.
1: I like that about a lot of carols, is that they kind of like also we talked a couple of weeks ago about that was rich beyond all splendor mm-hmm. and that kind of concludes with so praise god mm-hmm. and i think let all mortal flesh keep silence is also like that yeah. it's like be quiet this is not about santa and presents like no. this is about christ is coming mm-hmm. and that is a good common theme in, yeah. in christmas carols yeah. well thank you so much i liked this already mm-hmm. i like it even more now <laughs> um and i'll definitely be singing it this christmas if yes. you don't know this song look it up the pentatonix version is excellent but it doesn't have all of the lyrics mm-hmm. um if you've ever sung this in church let us know let us know yeah
0: i'd be curious to know that
1: yeah and if there's a reason why like there's a solid reason why you're like oh this is why we don't sing <coughs> in church then also curious about yeah. that <laughs> but yeah as we finish up for the year we hope you guys all have an absolutely wonderful christmas don't forget there's still a few days of our advent countdown left yes um we'd, we'd love, love if you could join you. us yeah um But yeah, have a great Christmas. And and a happy new year. And a happy new year. And until next year, may the Lord bless you and keep you.
0: Bye. Bye.